With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, good morning, everybody, and uh, welcome. It is Thursday, last day of August. Time flies. Look at that. KCO Day radio program. Do, 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 do. All right, coming up on the show, we will dispel you of beer goggles. Apparently, that's not a thing. Tell any man. The funnest job just has to be researchers getting grants for dumb studies that I don't know that I agree with, but you know, we'll, uh, we'll get into that. Um, but you know, when you hear somebody's getting like, you know, a couple hundred grand to give cocaine to monkeys, you kind of want in on that action. Looking at you, Wake Forest. Yeah, that was a Wake Forest study. Very famous, uh, back in the day, uh, wasteful, uh, uh, wasteful studies list that, um, who was it? Was it great? Who used to put that out? It was like the Iowa Senator. Well, anyway, I want in on that action. Cause I'm just looking at another couple studies and I'm like, yeah, that's uh that's a pretty good gig. So, uh, we'll get into that. Obviously, uh, you know, uh, hurricane or now tropical storm Medelia. That, um, that is what uh, North Carolina is sitting here looking at, depending on where you are, feeling the effects of that. And um, sorry, I'm just sitting here and I'm watching these two idiots on a giant inflatable tube. All right. So uh, retweeted this video at Casey on the radio. Oh, that's Bayshore Boulevard. Holy cow. So uh, if you're familiar at all with Tampa, City of Tampa, if you head south of downtown on the uh, on the peninsula there, uh, where Burns Steakhouse is, uh, if you had to have a point of reference, oh, I hope Burns is okay. Burns Steakhouse is amazing. The uh, the road, uh, the street that fronts the um, the bay there, south of downtown, going through the uh, Hyde Park neighborhood, which is a very nice area of Tampa. In fact, um, I remember during um, a few Christmases ago when uh, Ross and I get fired at the end of the year for those couple weeks, I um, I went down there. I was doing some fill-in for the Schnitt show, but also I was wanting to see some friends in the area, and um, they got me an Airbnb at like because they have really nice houses there. Somebody's like guest house at their giant mansion thing was an Airbnb, and I was like two blocks from Burns. I was like, you know what? I I could live here right there. But Bayshore is the main. Uh, it's also where they have the parade for the Gasparilla thing. 
except in this case, uh, it's a river right now. And this uh, reporter from CNN, this weather dude is standing there, and then behind him are two guys, two dudes, two Florida men on a giant inflatable. One of them looks like he's wearing a, like, is that a pirate hat? I don't even know what's going on here. And they're just, they're tubing down Bayshore behind the, they almost run into the weather guy, and one of them's got a paddle, but he doesn't look real adept at it. Well, you know what? That's a good way to avoid the toll road. Because if you leave, when you come off, uh, when you go through downtown Tampa, that's a toll road. And then the the freeway continues. And I, I guess they've expanded or extended it since I've been there. But you could, you then, ca- you could keep going on the highway until you got to the, about halfway down the peninsula there in Tampa uh, to Gandhi Boulevard. I only know the name of it because that's where the iHeartMedia office is there. So. When I was doing fill-in at the time, that's where I had to go, so that's why I stayed over in that area. And it was a toll road, so uh, the way you could avoid the toll is to, uh, you know, go down like Bayshore or whatever. Except they're doing it on a boat, so maybe they're just trying to be fiscally responsible. Or maybe they're just, uh, you know, dudes out doing stuff that people do during hurricanes. But, uh, yeah, crap, obviously it pushed a uh, bunch of water into the bay there. Holy cow. All right. So we got that for you. That, again, I just uh, retweeted the video at KC on the radio if you want to go to the uh, to the Twitter there. I guess that's one way to handle it. Oh, good. <laughs> good. People are already retweeting it. I can't read uh, this guy's tweet, though, because it has a naughty word. Do they have like they have like luggage and stuff on there? I can't tell what's going on, man. What even is that tube they're on? Sorry, hold on. I'm I'm literally doing this on the fly. Okay, so yeah, that's the railway on Bayshore there. Yeah, they got like backpacks and stuff and I don't know if that's a pirate hat. It's just weird, man. And I like how they're not even talking to the reporter. They're just like, yeah, you know what? Uh, we're not here for you. And they're just cruising down the road there. Good Lord, man. All right. So, But that's not the only insanity out of, uh, out of Florida. We'll, uh, we'll get into, you know, yesterday where the governor, and yes, I understand he is a political candidate for president. But why you think in the middle of the hurricane press conference where he is clearly not, he's not talking about the campaign or any of the rest of it. I understand that things are always political when you're dealing with a politician. Why you feel that as a reporter, you have to take that opportunity to bring up Trump and, you know, the Trump-DeSantis dichotomy. Just can't help themselves. So let me get let me get a little to the uh, the presser there uh, and specific. I, in fact, it doesn't identify the reporter here. I, so she's some local idiot reporter. So DeSantis is like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. Um, this is what we expect. This is what we're seeing. Here's the plan. Remember uh, the entirety of the media browbeat this dude like. I can't believe he's not 
well, stopping the campaign. Right, because it, it, it was one of those opportune gotcha moments. So here is, uh, before I get to the reporter, here's the kind of stuff DeSantis was talking about that probably irritated some of these reporters. You protect people's property, and, and we are not going to tolerate any looting in the aftermath of a natural disaster. I mean, it's just ridiculous that you would try to do something like that on the heels of an almost Category 4 hurricane hitting this community. I'd also just remind potential looters that people, you never know what you're walking into. People have a right to defend their property. Uh, this part of Florida, you got a lot of advocates and some proponents of the Second Amendment. And I've seen signs in different people's yards in the past after these disasters. And I would say it's probably here. You loot, we shoot. And by the way, they were uh, the way that that was being positioned with a couple of the national reports is DeSantis said that. Which I wouldn't have a problem with, by the way, if he's like, look, law enforcement is not going to deal with this. And of course, the residents of Florida are not going to deal with this, which he kind of said. But the actual verbiage surrounding the you loot, we shoot, he was referencing signs, which, yes, those populate all over Florida and not just Florida. We've seen them in North Carolina. I remember it was I think it was what Surf City or what's on down where uh, Ross's old timeshare was. Um, yeah, it was Surf City or it was somewhere on the island there. Uh, where somebody had a sign and then somebody was butt hurt and then uh, I think one of the Wilmington stations did it. But Florida, man, like you want to see some of the, I know California currently probably holds the record for amazing looting videos, but those are not necessarily natural disaster. Although you could argue the government of California is a bit of a natural. But in Florida, man, they don't screw around because there's Craziness. Do you remember the video a few years ago where they were looting? Uh, it, it was a footlocker, right? Just And they were just going down this strip mall, just looting away. This is down in the Miami area. Looting, looting, looting. And um, I, the only thing I disagree with DeSantis is like everybody I know in Florida, whether they live in the Tampa area or the people I know in Miami, I know a guy in Fort Myers, whatever. They're all of the you loot, we shoot opinion. So uh, I think that probably permeates. But once you get into northern Florida, yeah, arguably it probably picks up some steam. So anyway, so this is what he's talking about. He's getting accused of threatening to shoot looters. And then, of course, the standard Twitter people are like, so you're saying that if somebody loots a generator because their family needs it, they should be shot? You're horrible. Because as we know, when people loot during a natural disaster, it's the old AOC, they're just stealing bread because they're hungry thing. You know, look, you got standing water, your feet are going to get wet. I would understand why you need 20 pairs of brand new Jordans. Makes sense. Got to swap them out on the regular. Don't want your feet to get you know, like, uh, you don't want to get swamp foot. Sure, that's totally what's up. And um, I don't see a lot of videos following these natural disasters where people are looting the Home Depot, but just for supplies to keep their uh, power running. So he says that now we're into the Q&A. 
And, you know, most of the questions are pretty standard. But then we get to this idiot uh, reporter chick, and uh, she just can't help herself. About uh, Trump, you know, he's a resident here in Florida, and he hasn't commented on Italia at all yet. It's not my... All right, hold on for you. Yes, Trump is a resident. Does anybody... Can you visualize a map of Florida, by the way? Probably. It's a, you know, it's got a pretty unique shape. Now I want you to visualize where Palm Beach is and where Tampa is. Or Tallahassee, for that matter, Jacksonville. You know, areas that actually were impacted in a significant manner by the edges of the storm. It's a long way. If you've ever driven to Miami, when you hit Jacksonville, right, you're like, oh, I'm in Florida now. This is great, right? Uh, but it's not because, like, you still have your whole day ahead of you, let alone Tampa, which is obviously over on the other side of things. So, anywho, that's why this question is extra obnoxious. So let's get back to it. About, uh, Trump, you know, he's a resident here in Florida, and he hasn't commented on Italia at all yet. It's not my concern. My concern is protecting the people of, of Florida, being ready to go, and, and we've done that. And look, we in, in Florida, you, you just have to do this. I mean, this is something we put a lot of time and effort into throughout the course of, uh, of each year, knowing that, that there's going to be time where you're going to have to activate it. Now, we, we had a major one last year, one of the most expensive on record. We were hoping not to have any this year, that maybe we would get off lucky, and that, but, but that just didn't, wasn't in the card. So, so you deal with it. Right. All right. So he's got he's got zero time for that crap. And to his point also, um, because it got me thinking, there is this there is this vibe I saw with some of the uh, journalists down there. I'm, I'm putting air quotes on that where it's like any like any time DeSantis has held a press conference. And I remember this thinking this last year, too, having to do with a hurricane. You have this big population of the media that acts like it's totally unexpected that this could ever happen in Florida. And obviously what you're, de- well, what you're dealing with is you're dealing with uh, global climate warming change. Right? Because if you remember, it wasn't until we got all those cars on the road that the state of Florida ever had to deal with hurricanes. So you, like, you kind of have that vibe there. I saw some one of the CNN reporters yesterday, and he's he was at, he's like, "This is the worst ever." And somebody points out that literally the same elbow area of Florida uh, where Adelia went on shore, that same level of hurricane with the same level of winds is was a very famous historical storm back in the eight, late eighteen hundreds almost in the exact spot. And it mirrored every aspect of this hurricane. And obviously, if you go back to the 1880s, uh, there wasn't a lot of rush hour traffic on I-90 or uh, I-95, excuse me. Um, like, like that wasn't, that wasn't a, that wasn't a problem. It was, it, look, it was still slow traveling in, um, in Florida for a few reasons, but... Yeah, that just weren't a thing, man. So yeah, like it was it was just a big old bucket of stupidity uh during this whole thing, so
All right. There we go. It is uh, 628. KCO Day radio program. We'll get a little, obviously, in the North Carolina version of this, but I had to play that audio for you this morning. Because, uh, you know, stupidity ensued. 1061 FM Talk and 94.5 WPTI. Two stations driving the best in talk. This is KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News. All right, welcome back. It is uh, 6.40 here on the uh, KCO Day radio program. Phone number 888-934-7874. Actually, don't. Um, we're having to reset our phone, so don't call. It's a, thi- it's a thing, okay? The ghost of the machine. I, we've probably been hacked by, you know, some moonbad hacker group. I don't know. But Ross is trying to do some other stuff, so... Uh, you can send an email or, or post on uh, social media. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll glance at that, okay? All right, rock on. Uh, anyway, uh, all right, a few other things to get to. Obviously, I was just playing some of the Florida audio for you. We're, of course, uh, in the middle of a hurricane press conference. we got to have reporters getting into questions about Trump. <sighs> I mean, it's not unpredictable, but, you know, obviously... Obviously, it's, uh, you know, it's just dumpster fire stuff, man. Uh, And then, uh, yeah. So, yeah, as we sit here and we look to the, um, you know, the effects elsewhere in North Carolina, depending on where you are, you know, down trees, some uh, power issues, those kinds of things. Um, But uh, thankfully, uh, it was... See, one of the things that was very helpful, yeah, I guess if you could um, use that word in this situation, is, you know, Adelia stalled for almost like three days prior to, uh, you know, making the run at landfall there. But it didn't, it didn't gather, it didn't gather in the same way that previous storms had gathered moisture. Uh, in that same position within the Gulf, if it, you know, when these storms get into the Gulf. Uh, even more so than the Caribbean, and and they happen to stall out. They have they have a a, um, um, a history of gaining significant force. Like uh, Katrina would be a good example going into New Orleans, as well as what we've seen in Texas and whatnot. And I, I, I'm sure it has to do with the physiology of the of of and, the, and you know and the weather surrounding the Gulf, but. We didn't see that, even though it obviously did gather strength, uh, uh, significant strength during the course of its run. It didn't take that last little opportunity to fill up, so that was, you know, a bit of a godsend as it moves forward. But that doesn't, you know, it doesn't mitigate some of the other threats out there. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I, like, people were sending me emails yesterday and, and kind of mocking the coverage. Look, and I get that, but I also, look, there's also people... There's also people who, frankly, are dealing with uh, significant loss 
up to and including losing their homes with some of these storms. I got a good, a very good friend of mine lives in Fort Myers, and uh, that storm that went in there last, he was absolutely devastated by that. So, yes, I understand that you're going to get, you know, the CNNs of the world and others sitting there. You had, like, their uh, meteorologist yesterday, he was all over TV and social media. I can't wait. What is this idiot's name? Oh, whatever. I don't have it in front of me. But, you know, yeah, no, here we go. Yeah, uh, Ryan. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, he's the one who was trying to bring sanity to this. Bill Weir. CNN's Bill Weir who claimed that, they, this is literally during his reporting, claimed that the continued use of fossil fuels was to blame for the increasing intensity of major storms and argued that states like Florida, where so much of the economy is dependent on you know, things like drilling in the Gulf of Mexico, need to learn to balance financial interests with climate mitigation. So he's giving this whole lecture, and he's talking about you know how there's... And like this other meteorologist, uh, Ryan Morrow, he was he was literally pulling up the the receipts, right? And um, that's where I was able to sit here and read that a storm that held almost the same exact pattern literally stalled for the same amount of days, and and eventually made landfall in almost the same exact spot, but it happened to uh, be something that took place. Back in the 1800s, the 1896 Cedar Keys hurricane, so 125 years ago, well prior to, you know, fossil fuel usage insanity, it behaved exactly the same. And then I, what was interesting is I then saw people who were pushing back on that dude going, well, you just can't, you can't sit there and just, try, you know, that's not apples and apples to just pull one thing. You got to look at that. And I'm like, well, hold on. Wait a sec. That's literally what gets done every time. You can't argue that the state of Florida is dealing with a record number of hurricanes this year. It's one of the latest years ever. So if, it, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. The 1896 Cedar Keys hurricane made landfall as well in Florida's Big Bend with estimated 125-mile-an-hour winds. Uh, and as uh, this, this guy points out, that is exactly a 0% landfall maximum wind increase between 1896 and 2023 and uh, is the two worst recorded storms from uh, size and wind in the history of Again, in the recorded history, obviously, they had a lot of time to have other really bad storms that just weren't recorded. Uh, but in the recorded history, exactly 125 years apart almost, and they were exactly the same. So, you know, when we live in a world where people are running around and they're used, you know, they're, they're nitpicking uh, various pieces of evidence to uh, do their panic broadcasting, pointing something like that out, which is exactly the same, right? Using these two data points that, well, yes, do make the point that you're making, but may not tell all of the story if, if people are being intellectually honest, right? Because, again, you you don't know what happened for the uh, millennia and millennia prior to that in the Big Bend area of Florida. It's it's equally, it's e- it, you know, it's it is... 
the trend, man. So uh, I did find that an interesting uh, little discussion going on there. Our own governor, he held his press conference, had all his folks out there. They're from the government. They're here to help. So got that. Obviously, as uh, you check out the old Doppler. Oh, speaking of the Doppler, uh, some of you sent me uh, screenshots of Stagic on TV, and you're like, that's a big dude. Yeah, he's he's literally a giant. I haven't seen a picture of him holding a beer can, but I think it probably looks like Andre the Giant when he would hold a beer can, if you've ever seen that famous photo. And it looks like he's holding one of those little juice things, the little juice cans that you see like bartenders use or whatever. But yeah, no, he was uh, he was rocking it on the uh, television. I don't even know if that's who we're talking to this morning. I, the dude was probably up all night, man. But yeah, he's uh, he's a big guy. So, um, but yeah, we'll get into uh, we'll get into more of this obviously as uh, we dive into uh, the latter part of the show. Now, uh, current power outages here in North Carolina. Let's see, just re-updating my little uh, my little thing here. Uh, the hurricane downgraded to a tropical storm at 5 p.m. Wednesday. The greatest flood, uh, threat for flooding is south of where um, where the studio is, uh, the Raleigh studio. Obviously, uh, many along the uh, Cape Fear and uh, getting down between Fayetteville and Wilmington. Uh, if you remember, obviously, the significant flooding that we've seen up in those areas. Uh, bridges washing out all of that with previous storms. Uh, that's obviously of concern. Uh, but warnings are in effect for most of the coastline as well as uh, several of the uh, adjacent inland counties. They even have a tornado watch in, um, let's see, Pender, uh, Brunswick, New Hanover, and Columbus. So, uh, you know, basically the area around Wilmington there. And the uh, flash flood warnings out there. So, you know, obviously, uh, the point that I'm making is if you're going to be out and about, especially as you near down into the eastern and uh, south of Raleigh part of the state, you know, just be careful. Be careful. Yeah, 36 total NC counties under some sort of alert, uh, up to and including Cumberland. So any of our listeners down and around the Fayetteville area and um, all sorts of uh, school closings or delays. Uh, also reported. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Ah, there we go. So uh, let's see. So uh, Wake County's delayed two hours. Oh, that's yeah. Again, I got I got 150 of these things in front of me. So uh, I would recommend obviously you uh, check things individually. But we'll truck through, and we got a bunch of other stuff to get to. I, you know what? Also, as I'm sitting here and I'm um, here, we go. As I'm sitting here and uh, I'm watching some of the reports and some of the various things that are uh, coming out there, and then watching a little snippet from uh, Roy Cooper's thing yesterday, you'll notice uh, nobody hit him with dumb questions. And yesterday was a political. Well, uh, I guess you could pick what's a dumb question, but they weren't getting into political questions right like so it's it, it, it is literally possible to hold one of those pressers and not have some reporter decide that that's an opportunity to get in because yesterday i know you're going to be shocked i hope you're all sitting down 
uh, Governor Cooper endorsed uh, Josh Stein for governor. I guess he looked at all the folks and made his decision, uh, which I guess nobody saw coming, uh, j- judging by the way that people are like, oh, this is amazing. Look at that. Roy Cooper's throwing his support behind Josh Stein. You know, like people were honestly surprised. And so that happened, and then obviously the press conference happens, and none of these reporters, although remember, uh, most of these reporters are the same reporters who during the entirety of COVID were the ones who actually got to ask questions and were good little boys and girls and, and you know, didn't get into the overtly uh, troublesome aspects of that, which is why they were able to stay in the question-asking mode. Every one of them, by the way, is an absolute abject, uh, abject coward who never came to the defense of people who are in the same industry as them and uh, re, uh, should receive zero respect. Uh, and, and frankly, um, if you saw them on the street uh, and they were on fire, you, you, know, you, you shouldn't bother you know what to put them out because that's... That's not something you would have seen down in Florida if Ron DeSantis was, uh, you know, if uh, the, uh, I can't remember the dude's name. Who was the dude who ran against him who then had, like, the meth orgy down in Miami? Andrew, whatever. Like, I promise you, if he was holding that presser, you, you wouldn't be getting all of these political questions. You may get questions like, how do you think the storm will affect the LGBT community or something? But um, it, it, it really shows you a tale of uh, two uh, uh, political cabals there. All right. Uh, let's see. I was going to get into this one story, but I want to push that a little later here. So let me, let me uh, get in on this real quick. Sorry, we're having to flip some stuff around. I'm not going to get into the details, but we're having some, uh, uh, some technical blah, blah, blah. So. That's the tech. That's the technical term for it, by the way, and it's thrown me for a bit of a loop. But uh, we're, you know, we're trucking through. Oh, what is this? Oh, really? The following hurricanes all made landfall on eight twenty nine, and I'm sure it's probably more because, again, we don't know uh, the totality. They didn't have names before that. They were just big storms where uh, conquistadors and Seminole tribe members were like, "Dad, that looks no, that looks no good." Uh, Katrina, Ida, Gustav, Isaac, and Harvey. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for sending me that. I'm not sure the years on all of those, but, uh, yeah. I knew the Katrina one, obviously. Yeah, I remember the, I remember with the Katrina one, too, uh, going back to, because it happened, like, the week before the Republican National Convention, the one that was up in St. Paul, where John McCain was nominated. And where we all got to uh, meet Sarah Palin, and it happened. We and I remember that happened. Katrina happened, and like the media was running around asking all these questions. And I'm sure it was happening at the national level, but it was happening at the local level of uh, state of Minnesota uh, GOP officials. They're like, "Well, you're going to cancel your convention, right? Because of what happened, you know, got to cancel your convention." And they were berating them on this. Like, why aren't you canceling your convention? Never mind that the, you know, the Democrat convention also was coming up. And that was Barack Obama with the pillars. Remember the Roman column uh, on state? Where was that? Denver or something? I can't remember where it was. 
but yeah, yeah, that whole thing was going on. So yeah, I remember, I remember uh, right around that time how insane everything was, man. Absolutely. All right, six fifty-five KCO Day Radio Program. Ross, is there some reason that the log just? Oh, jeez. All right. I'm sorry. I don't want to ask this on the air, but oh, okay. Ross has a wrench in his hand. He's wearing coveralls. He's he's got coveralls on with grease on there. He's got wrenches in his hands. It's he, he looks he's kind of dressed like Mario, but with uh, 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 an impact wrench. So all right, I see that in front of me, and I'm like, oh god, what now? All right, uh, check this out: lawsuit filed by the ACLU in Indiana as a test case and a case that could shape policy within the U.S. District Court uh, of uh, the Southern District of Indiana and others on behalf of a prison inmate by the name of Jonathan Richardson. Oh, excuse me. Formerly of the name Jonathan Richardson. Uh, Jonathan uh, now goes by Autumn Corleone. I've you can't, you can't, okay, I understand the changing of the first name. You changed your last name, so now you're literally descended from the God. Shut your face. The lawsuit, the federal lawsuit filed on behalf of Richardson demands that Richardson be provided with uh, transgender genital surgery. Right, so he wants a sex change and that the state of Indiana pay for it. So the Indiana Department, of, this is to force the hand. Now, depending on what state you are, some state judicial or uh, prison systems or corrections, Department of Corrections, do pay for this. But in Indiana, they're not. And to make the whole thing even remarkably more creepy, Richardson is in prison for murdering a baby. He murdered a baby, and now he's spending life behind bars and has now decided, well, I'm not Jonathan anymore. I'm Autumn Corleone. The 41-year-old was convicted of murdering his 11-month-old stepdaughter. But yeah, I don't... I, I, this is where I'm at. One, if you murder a baby... Get the nitrogen or whatever we talked about earlier in the week, and let's do this thing. But more importantly, there's, there's not a chance that taxpayers should have to spend thousands of dollars so you can realize your true self. Your true self is baby murderer. Honestly, I, I, you should post his charges on the wall and stick them in general, uh, general, uh, general, <laughs> general population. I'll solve this. And you know what? Some of the other inmates, they might actually, uh, they might actually uh, do some of the uh, surgery for you. I'm just saying. Keeping you connected. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. All right, 725, welcome back, KCO Day radio program. It's not murder that's illegal or that is legal in Chapel Hill. If you watched any additional parts of the rally, what she was talking about are laws 
excuse me, laws and ordinances surrounding guns. Um, you there are there are things that you can pass at a local level, but the fact remains that when it comes to constitutionally protected activities, you cannot. You cannot go, you couldn't just be like, all right, this county, because we're a bunch of moonbats in the county, guns are illegal. Um, they try to do that stuff, and you've seen different municipalities literally get sued over and over, but ultimately, as it works its way up through the court, you can't go restrict, more restricted on what are basic rights that shall not be infringed. That, doesn't, that didn't just mean the federal government, by the way. I'm not, like, not going to play through it because I think you know, sir. Or I'm assuming, sir, I guess you didn't sign your name. Um, but your email address looks like a dude, so whatever. Um, I know you know that, but, you know, go ahead and make your garbage arguments. That I'm misconstruing it. I'm not. That is a person who is actively trying to motivate people based on their emotional reaction that they're having right now to aid them in achieving their political goals. Never letting a good crisis go to waste. That's what it is. It's wrong on that side. It's wrong on the other side. It's wrong everywhere. And it makes me cringe every time I see it. Also, if you want something to cringe, did you see the big announcement yesterday by the um, uh, the five late-night quote-unquote comedy hosts? I'll, I'll use their term. I don't know if I find a lot of comedy to dancing syringes or whatever that weird Colbert vax thing was. But uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, John Oliver, and Seth Meyers are teaming up. How many of you uh, has your life been just, have you just been distraught in your day-to-day because these five idiots are not on TV right now because of the writer's strike? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Is it, you know, is it, is it taking a toll on you? By the way, how many of you went, when I, like, when I did, when I saw this story, I'm like, oh, that's right. They're not on the air. Because you, like, it, it never even, it's not even something you think about. Well... They haven't been on the air. They haven't been for months. They're not expected to be. But they also, and I this is my theory, I think they also are feeling like they're not getting the attention that their egos require and they're not getting to crap on, uh, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Trump or GOP people or DeSantis or whoever it may be. Uh, I think they've figured out a way that they're going to deal with it, and I love that everyone's mocking them. I'll give you the details coming up. Thank you. KC is on 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. Wow, that might be the most horrible press release I've ever seen. Thank you, uh, the report. Thank you for sending that to me. I really appreciate that. I didn't need to know that. 
But there's a con for everything. And I don't mean like con, like criminal con. I mean like conventions for everything, right? In fact, they just had the, what, what do they call it? Galaxy? Maybe it's just Galaxy Con, right? The one that was in Raleigh here recently. So you get that, and, and obviously there's, you know, there's stuff all over. However, uh, apparently uh, a convention that's been around, though, uh, only took place on the West Coast uh, for about eight years now, uh, according to organizers, is now so successful they're going to be expanding nationwide with plans to uh, uh, do at least 30 different locations over the next two years. Uh, it's CatCon. It's a convention. Didn't they? They had something out at the fairgrounds here in North Carolina years ago where it was a cat thing. I don't think it was at the level of this stupidity, but uh, it was a cat show of some sort. And I remember that I irritated somebody because I was on the radio uh, telling single dudes that they should go out there because it's going to be a wash in women with unmarried women, <laughs> which I stand by that identification, by the way. Just so we're just so we're clear. I don't even want to know why that's doing that. Dude, I'm now, Ross, every single uh, email over the last 24 hours that I've already received is now being repopulated in my Outlook and with individual notifications. And it's taken over my I What is going on, man? Anyway, it's the CatCon curse. And one of the cities they're talking about, is it Charlotte or Raleigh? It just says North Carolina. The event, uh, the largest event, which uh, actually just took place in Pasadena, drew over 200 organi- or 200 exhibitors, and, the co- and it cost $45 to get in and also included a separate 4,000-person cat art show. <sighs> I would, honestly, I would rather go to the Flat Earth thing that they had at the Embassy Suites in Cary than get within 100 miles of this. Uh. Welcome, everybody. It is hour number three here at 807 on the KCO Day radio program. Oh, man. All right. Uh, yeah, just ret- I'll tell you about what I retweeted. I got to finish this because I, I somebody sent me the stupid CatCon story, which is a thing, but... Thankfully, up until now, I guess it's been a thing in California, but unfortunately enough, people went, so now they want to do it elsewhere, including uh, North Carolina, which, look, I, 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 this is mostly tongue-in-cheek. If you want to go spend $45 to go to a cat, you know, a single day of a cat convention, whatever. Again, I'm telling you guys, probably a lot of single ladies there. Just saying. But uh, I was reading further down. We had just hit the, the break there at the top of the hour. 
So it's not just $45 for a day at this thing where you just go in and I'm like, well, what are you even doing there, right? Can you bring your cat? What does the carpet smell like there with all these cats marking their territory? I can't even figure that out. Who would allow them to do this? But $45 is the base rate. In fact, uh, many of the uh, any many of the thousands who attended also decided to go ahead and splurge and get the one hundred and fifty dollar CatCon ticket. And my head nearly exploded. I'm like, "What are you doing?" However, then they said, "So why would somebody spend that?" Well, I don't know why somebody spent forty five dollars, but one hundred and fifty because. It's just like Comic-Con or any of the rest. It allows you exclusive meet and greets and stuff. So uh, those uh, opting for the VIP ticket package uh, were then able to do meet and greets with Merlin the Mad Ragdoll Sponge Cake and Scottish Fold, who apparently are internet celebrity cats. You think William Shatner doesn't really want to be there. I I can't assume that some cat sitting there wants to deal with the 100 idiots who spent $150 coming up and being like, oh, I remember that video you did. You know, the one where you sat there in a dumb hat? That was great. It's all like Chris Farley when he used to do those interviews on SNL with like Paul McCartney. You paid $150. Go say, go to the pound. Because by the the cats at the pound equally care about you or want anything to do with you. And you're paying $150 so you get your... Like, I could understand maybe if Grumpy Cat was still kicking, why somebody might want to get a photo with Grumpy Cat. That was one of the few cats I could kind of identify with. But whatever a sponge cake is, I don't want anything to do with it. But hey, you know what? If they can make a bunch of money, they're going to do it. And I guess whatever, you know, it's a free country. But I will not be attending. I mean, we might send uh, one of our uh, our, our uh, uh, hundreds of staff members here down uh, to cover it, but uh, not me. So. I'm just kidding. We don't have any of that. And Ross sure is only going to go. So maybe Kyle and News. I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked by that because I just, I can't, I can't even. By the way, uh, uh, there's a story also on here because it, it literally is, I guess it's a, they just cover various conventions. Uh, apparently this year saw the largest attendance, except a separate thing. Uh, the largest attendance for the Big 20. The Big 20 are the 20 big furry conventions. And they estimate that perhaps people were... Um, here we go. They, they estimate that people probably were uh, just still, you know, not a... Because some of these conventions, it's their first year back post-COVID. So folks were just wanting to uh, get back into the... Uh, the swing of things. And I'm looking at this and people are running around with uh, leaf blowers at this, in these pictures. And then this video, 
because the fursuits are so hot that there's they just keep leaf blowers around to blow air. Maybe don't wear the suit during the middle of the day when it's hot. I mean, I understand when you're having your, uh, you know, your uh, your hotel parties or whatever. That's your thing, but uh, anyway, crazy, crazy, man. All right, that's enough of that insanity. Maybe you should combine the furries with the cat thing. People can buy a twofer ticket. You charge a hundred bucks or something. I mean, the cats are already in costume, right? Look at that. They should hire me as a consultant. So, uh, check this out. Speaking of Charlotte, the Queen City uh, continues, continues, we'll have to ask Pete Callender about this tomorrow too, continues to deal with a rash of public defecation, much of it in the uptown condominium area, which has a, a lot of residents say they're at a tipping point, a dangerous tipping point. Um, I'm assuming you got a crap ton of cameras there because they, they actually talk about maybe you should arrest people that take a on the sidewalk. And, I, and I, I've seen literally people suggest this and activists will go, well, they don't have anywhere to go. Um, one, I'm pretty sure doesn't Starbucks still have the thing where you can go in there. But more importantly, even if they're unable to gain access to a, a businesses, is the middle of the sidewalk or even just to the side of the sidewalk, but basically, you know, where people walk versus, I don't know, some bushes. That's, you know, that's the other thing too. How many of you have, uh, you know, you've been out hunting or hiking or camping or whatever and uh, nature calls. Do you just go, you're like right in the middle of your own campsite? Just be like, hey guys, watch out. Just letting you know. No, what do you do? You walk into the damn woods, man. You go find a you go find a tree, get behind or some cover of some sort. Or the, but at the very least, you just you wanted to get it enough away from where you're actually being that one people won't just randomly step in it that night when you're a few beers in around the campfire, and two, so you don't have to smell it. So don't give me that garbage, especially in Uptown. You got two. You got two parks right there. I'm not. By the way, I'm not saying that they should go there. And, and by the way, those parks do have public restrooms too. <sighs> How is this not a solvable problem? I'm telling you, this is like this is. Remember, these were kind of the inklings of the first stories you saw in like San Francisco and Seattle when it was still kind of joking, you know, like funny ha-ha. It's like, God, ah, look at the poop map. Remember the poop map? And like, and then it became abundantly clear that like for whatever reason, nobody cared uh, from a government standpoint. And then it just escalated and escalated. This is how this stuff starts, man. This is how we get into these problems in the first place. By the way, here is um, here's, here is here uh, is an unfortunate near victim. Over the summer, my granddaughter and I specifically were walking to the Discovery Center when a female publicly defecated mm. in front of the Discovery Center with no regard to individuals entering the Discovery Center. 
Now, was it just, was it that, or was she trying to send a message to the Discovery? I've never been in the Discovery Center. Was she trying to send a message that I'm unaware of? Like, maybe somebody went over the NASCAR Hall of Fame there and felt underwhelmed, and, you know, so uh, number two right in front, like, uh, you know, as a uh, screw you. Do we know if there was if there was a message, or was it just somebody who's like, nah, this place looks good? We see a city where some people while away the days all day, every day, in our parks and sidewalks drinking alcohol and drunkenly harassing other people. We see a city where vagrants urinate and defecate feces onto our public spaces. We see a city that had, with noble intentions, allowed critical ordinances to evaporate last year. Yeah. So, look, uh, he's 100% right. It is the evaporation of these things where, and it, it just the argument I just made, where uh, activists who then find themselves in political positions will say, well, look, you know, sometimes they need to steal bread for, you know, because they're hungry. And then you're like, well, then why are they in uh, Sephora? Is that the name? It's the makeup store, Sephora, right? Or, okay. So um, why are they in there stealing makeup? That's not bread. And then you're and then like ah you're a bigot but whatever so you so you get the evaporation there or we need to lo- we need to lessen the restrictions on people sleeping in public parks because where else are they going to go up to and including the Ninth Circuit Court out in California going um, you can't literally you can't literally stop people from just camping and crapping wherever they want which is currently an order that they're living under as uh, you know that tries to work its way up the judicial. A ladder there. So these are the these are the little things. I, I know I'm slippery slope guy, but these are the little things that start adding up to the big things. And I think that that is probably the best way to state it that I've heard in quite some time. We see a city where some people while away the days all day every day in our parks and sidewalks drinking alcohol and drunkenly harassing other people. We see a city where vagrants urinate and defecate feces onto our public spaces. We see a city that had, with noble intentions, allowed critical ordinances to evaporate last year. And um, I I don't even know that I'd give the noble intentions, too. But ultimately, even if you are coming from a place where you're just like, look, um, we got to do this because that, but you're not attempting to attack the rest of the problem in any way, shape, or form, and anyone who does say, well, look, we got to do a little policing, you demonize that's how you get some woman walking with her grandkid or a kid or whatever to go to the kids' museum, Discovery Center, and she's got to sit there and watch a grown adult drop trow in the middle of the uh, street right in front of her. So give me all your noble intentions. I mean, put some porta potties out there. They may not use them because, again, there are public restrooms over in that area, uh, in the park over there. But still. All right, so uh, we'll, uh, like I said, tomorrow we'll chat with Pete Callender. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to uh, it'll be... Uh, um... Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. 
uh, that discussion, but part two, or part poo, I guess we could call it. So, because we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago, and apparently they didn't solve it. So, what are you going to do? All right, 819, hang on. Accident slowing us southbound Durham Freeway just before Ellis Road. A right lane blocked. We're heavy and on the brakes at Briggs Avenue. Light volume 440 westbound from Capitol Boulevard to Wake Forest Road, then from Lake Boone Trail to Wade Avenue. Accident Perry Creek Road at Philbin Creek Drive. Scott Burnett, total traffic. Rain already started to pull on off toward the east. Maybe some leftover light rain early this morning. Otherwise, a chance of showers this afternoon. But get some sunshine in. Breezy at times with a high near 76. Clear, cool tonight, 60. Sunshine, beautiful Friday, 80. I'm Ray Stajic, the Weather Channel on 106.1 FM Talk. Sharing thoughts, taking a stand, and offering an opinion. I'm already exhausted. It's all in a day's work. That's how it gets done. Sean Hannity, today at 3. On 106.1 FM, talk and iHeartRadio station. Stay connected. This report is sponsored by Triangle Collision. We are now Tesla certified. Yes, Triangle Collision, the Triangle's premier state-of-the-art certified auto body facility, is now Tesla certified. If your Tesla needs the expertise only Triangle Collision can offer, visit us at trianglecollision.com. All right, not exaggerating. I uh, I really, really, every time, and I've sent multiple people to QC Kinetics, I cannot stress enough that if you're dealing with pain, joint pain, and you're a little wary of the drugs, uh, the surgery aspect, the downtime. How many of you know people have literally had like joints replaced or rebuilt? You need to get a second look at this from QC Kinetics. The success stories are amazing. It's advanced regenerative medicine, taking your body's own concentrated healing properties, putting them into the right joint. I talked to uh, one individual individual had both shoulders. It worked for one, did not work for the other, but he was so glad he literally went and and sought this out and figured out how to do it with no downtime, no drugs, and no surgery. So hips, knees, shoulders, back, whatever it is, get a free consultation from QC Kinetics today. Imagine not dealing with the downside of this and getting the relief. Call today. It's 919-454-73 offices in Raleigh and Cary. 919-454-73 the Marty Hensley Show this past weekend, Marty answered the question of, is 80% of my working income enough in retirement? The reality is, is that we have to plan that I'm going to need 100% of that. You have a lifestyle. I now have time to do things that I was not able to do when I am working. Come in and talk about your income in retirement. 877-359-1989-877-359-1989-877-359-1989. These days, there are plenty of things to worry about, but keeping pests out of your home shouldn't be one of them. That's why you need Massey Services. Massey eliminates pests before they get inside. They start by carefully inspecting the inside and outside of your home and then focus customized treatments on the outside. Best of all, your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. That's the Massey difference. Expect more and get it. It saves folks money, Frank. ACs get fixed right then, Bobby. What's all this fussing? Well, for August, Green Horizon One Hour is offering a free diagnostic with every repair. Then after a free diagnostic, we'll fix your AC. No waiting. And free always saves you money. Seriously? This is what you're doing? Well, honey, well, I wouldn't we're say we're just arguing. Discussing. Look, you're both right. Can we move on now? 
Get a free diagnostic in August with any AC repair only at GreenHorizon.com. So uh, how many of you have an office chair with custom add-ons? Which, by the way, sounds good for a car, but when it's a chair, it's because you have to drag a couch cushion or a pillow on it so the thing's comfortable so you can get through the day. Well, you don't have to do that with a trip to relax the back. They have a variety of just the most comfortable chairs you've ever seen. Just going and going through the tour and trying them, that's worth the trip. And over at Relax the Back, they have X-Chair, Human Scale, Life Form. These are the ones you want. Relax the Back, located in North Hills near Bonefish Grill. Think identity theft won't happen to you? Think again. There's a new victim every three seconds in the U.S., over 15 million this year alone, and many don't even know they're victims. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you could miss, even when you monitor your credit. If your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Identity theft protection starts here. Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonogamy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like ardently love our phone plans. Phonogamously. Consumer Cellular. When Freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. This is 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle and News Talk 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Oh, this story. All right, let's go ahead and get into this. Um, And I, I, I will say this is from the perspective of the parents. I have no reason to not believe what they're saying, but it's in the same way that when people especially when we get into schools, people will send me stories um, and, and many times stories communicated by their kids uh, from school. And they're like, uh, you need to do something. You need to get right after it. And um, in, in most cases, yeah, I mean, it's, it's straight up what's being represented there. But um, it, it can sometimes be difficult to uh, necessarily hear what potentially the other side is because on more than one occasion, I've seen people, and I'm. By the way, I'm not saying that's that's what's happening here, but um, I've seen where uh, kids maybe have not been straightforward with parents. I have no reason to believe that's the case here, especially when you uh, when you hear dad uh, as to uh, what he was told by the uh, by the principal there or the uh, school officials. But I just like anything else. I take any any you know experience that somebody is is saying, hey, this is what happened. Um, if I wasn't there to witness it with a little bit of a grain of salt. And the reason I point that out is that it used to be I had a, I was a lot more skeptical of some stuff, but now when we see all these insane stories, like some kid with a, a Gadsden flag basically being thrown out of school until there was enough Internet support, I don't know if there's anything I don't believe now. <laughs> Right. Just just with the sheer insanity of it. And of course, what everybody then saw during um, during covid was going on. Who who went? I would never would have believed they were teaching my kid that. Well, they are. So. So with that in mind, uh, this sounds very much within the realm of possibility. This is a uh, seventh grader He's 12 and he attends the uh, school in Wake Forest, the Envision Science Academy. 
I was going to look that up. Is that a is that a magnet school of some sort within the district, or is that a charter? It's probably a charter, isn't it? Well, whatever. Doesn't matter. It should be it should be happening at a private school. So here is what, uh, according to the story, happened to this twelve year old. Well, let me do this. I'm going to give you the little tease on it, and then I'll get into the details. But basically, the Reader's Digest version is. Dad, dad receives a call from uh, the assistant dean at the school and says, hey, I need you to come in. We need to have a meeting about your son's, quote, continued behavior, which is, I'm sure, a phone call every parent wants to get. Also, the use of the word continued is interesting because I, nece- I, I don't necessarily see something in here that would be continued. It sounds like this was a somewhat individualized incident, at least in the reaction or what they're criticizing the young man for, but um, perhaps maybe not what the other kids were doing to him. So, anywho, so dad gets that call. No doubt he's going, what, what is it? Oh my gosh, what's going on? So he heads on down to the school. All right. So that's, that's, where, I'm gonna, that's where the tease is. All right. So he heads on down to the school. And uh, what he is told then uh, by the uh, by the folks there at the school, little crazy man, little lot crazy. So when we get back uh, from the break, I'm gonna get into this. Am I missing something? Why this is not smart talk all day. Ninety four five WPTI yep. in the Triad and one zero six one FM talk in the Triangle. All right, good morning, and uh, welcome. It is 835 here on the KCO Day radio program. I could have gone, you know what? I was good not seeing that. There is a, um, I, 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 I tweeted the video out, so you can go look at it, because if I got to see it, so do you. A computer animation of what happens to a person when they're in a submersible that implodes at 10,000 feet under the sea. And it's not singing crabs. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And, like, on one hand, I'm watching this thing, and, like, it makes sense what they're attempting to communicate due to the immense pressure and what some of the folks talked about during, the, during that story about, you know, what, what it would do to the human body. And essentially, it's mincemeat, right? You, turn, you want to talk about turn to miss. There you go. But it's like, in the, but then you watch it, and the times where they show the dude getting turned into mist they also put like a weird explosion graphic on it so now i don't know if they're being serious but uh i don't want to go on your submarine tour okay i'm pretty good with that but you can go check it out at kc on the radio it's uh it's there for you all right so back to this uh this happened uh According to the uh, according to the story here uh, at the Envision Science Academy in Wake Forest, where a twelve year old he's in seventh grade, uh, something happened at school. Dad gets a call 
from the dean, their assistant dean, saying, hey, you got to come in, we got to talk about your kid's behavior, which is just, I'm sure, every parent's favorite call to get. Uh, and this is the story as it was communicated by the uh, the father who, who did he do an interview with? Todd Starnes. All right, so Todd Starnes, formerly Fox News, but now he does his own thing. Okay. So according to Dad, he was told that several of the boys' classmates had started a conversation during the previous school year about Christianity, and his son had explained um, how they, quote, needed a relationship with Jesus to go to heaven. The assistant dean, oh, it's a woman. Okay, she, the assistant dean, told him, the father, that his son had violated Title IX. Do any of these people understand any of the laws or rules or history? How is it we're pop? Your kid is not your kid. The Title IX is about conduct, and I have, and it's it's a wildly abused thing, uh, which you could argue was intentional uh, by uh, some of the folks. Uh, is mostly about you know uh, screwing up college sports uh, allocations for fairness, or screwing with. Uh, I guess you can. It's your opinion whether you think it's screwed up, but screwing with uh, allocations and having to literally cut programs that in many cases were not just successful and, and sought after, but um, might have even made been a little profitable uh, for the schools because the interpretations were things, you know, were, were absurd. Like, um, well, you know, there's like football's really expensive to, to operate, but it, it generates a lot of revenue. Anyone who's who's just you know just paid up all of your season tickets over at State or UNC or Wake Forest or whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Why do I have to give another ten thousand to the club? This is dumb. And don't even get me started on the parking stuff. But whatever, uh, it's you know it's crazy, crazy amount of money. And then you had people that were interpreting Title IX as like, well, the either the same amount of money or the same number of student athletes who are women have to be served. Also. If you're if you have like the the swimmer who's a who's a biological male but competing on the women's team, which side of the Title IX algorithm does that go on? I was just thinking of that. Um, I don't know. But then people were like, "Well, you know, we uh, we had to cut X Y Z because you know there's 60 players or whatever over on the football team, and uh, the same amount of money should be spent on the women's gymnastics team." And by the way, I got no beef with women's gymnastics. Obviously, a lot of people love, especially when you get around, you know, the uh, the Olympics. Uh, it's one of the most watched sport. And uh, uh, what's her bucket? She just won like her eighth uh, World Gymnastics Championship, which is just ridiculous. Go USA! Love it. But under there's no way, shape, or form that arguing that the women's gymnastics program should have the same revenue outlay as the men's football team, which, by the way, it isn't even the men's football team. It's the football team, as women have attempted to, and in uh, even in Division One, University of Colorado, and there's one other, uh, where women did make the roster. So don't give me any of that garbage, but whatever. The kid didn't violate Title IX for talking about Christianity, especially when it appears as you go through the story that the other kids are making fun of this kid. He's not even the one who brought it up 
in in what the dad says was communicated to him by the school. She told me my son had violated Title IX. No, he didn't. He didn't because he can't, because he's not the school. He's not the administration. He's not the school board. Dad said the two kids who had complained interjected themselves into the conversation and began ridiculing my son about his faith and how stupid it was. Did they violate Title IX? The dad told Starnes that the school's dean uh, told him that the school's dean and other students had been taunting his son. Wait, this sentence is weird. Are you implying that the the dean or there's a there's a typo in this sentence which makes it a little difficult to understand? Because in one way it could be the dean was taunting the the kid with the other students, or that the dean told you that the other students have been taunting. I think it's probably the second one, but who knows? It could be the first in this day and age. Holy crap. All right. Uh, she went on to tell the dad they were going to suspend him from borderline hara- uh, for borderline harassment. But the students taunting the son uh, did not seem to matter to the dean, uh, according to the dad here. They took the word of the other kids above my son's. According to the father, his son was suspended for three days. See, this is I want I want to have a lot more information here because it sounds so illogical, but it also with all the other stuff that we've seen, like like I said, with the Gadsden flag and whatnot, it also sounds perfectly within the realm of possibility. But I guess you would have to argue if this is exactly how you say it is. Do why would you leave your kid in a school one that would do this? where other students can literally mock this kid's religion. And by the way, um, I'll, I'll play the what-if game. I'm very curious how you think this would gone down if some chick showed up in a burqa and the other kids started mocking her, you know, her religious reasons. So I'm just pointing that out. Anyway, 843 KCO Day radio program. Ray Stajic from the uh, Weather Channel. Now we got... We've been in back in school. We're not even in school in a lot of places in North Carolina. I've been back in school for about five minutes, and there's already everybody's all mad, and kids are getting suspended. So already, yeah, I'm telling you, man, dude. What, a few years ago, they had like the first day of school or the first week of school. They already had a teacher get arrested for uh, fooling around with a student. Oh and gosh, like, you, it's like you know what? Like, how does that work? You just feel like you got to get first or what? Like when the kids show up, and well, like, maybe like, it was going on over the summer. You know, uh, summer I, school. Maybe. Yeah, you know, I, I don't Well, but I, two things. I don't remember all the details there, but holy cow, man. Yeah, two things. I never have fooled around with the teacher, and I never got suspended, so there's that. <laughs> I fooled around with the teacher. <laughs> Did you? Well, I dated oh. a teacher for quite I was. I wasn't a student of hers, but. Well, that's what I meant. Oh, so, oh okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. I'm just. I didn't know what you meant. I, uh, you no. Just saying. Yeah. I yeah. Just, I mean, you know. Hot teachers uh, and, out there. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there there are. There were too, even when I was back back in the day. Um, there are schools that are closed though because of our tropical oh, yeah. storm. Um and it's moving away, but slowly, still heavy rainfall. But with each passing scan of the radar, seeing the rain continue to go east, uh, the clouds even starting to break up, getting some sunshine now 
uh, near Wake and down near Fayetteville and east, there's more clouds, but some sun starting to come out there more toward the west as we get out into um, the triad. looks real nice even down near Charlotte. Out in the mountains, a little bit of fog, but other than that, uh, the heaviest stuff right out near the coast where um, reports are five, six, seven inches of rain, maybe three to four feet of surge has come in in some spots. Um, really not terrible. Well, we'll get some sound side flooding also as the storm passes. So there will be uh, some water where it's not supposed to be, but hopefully we can get it cleared out by the weekend. And the weather's actually going to be great. We're going to get this sun. It's going to be out for multiple days in a row. A warming trend by the weekend. We're going to be well into the 80s and maybe even some 90s coming in by Sunday, Monday. So uh, we're talking about a run here where we're going to have no rain, plenty of sunshine, uh, some cool overnights. Tomorrow morning, uh, Saturday morning, even Sunday morning, most of us in the 50s. You know, those real nice mornings we love to feel now in early September. It'll start getting a little milder toward Labor Day and early next week where we'll see the lows start to come up back to the mid to upper 60s. So, now, you know, not quite done yet, Casey, with the warm weather. Probably get another little, you know, get these little bursts in September, the hot stuff. But it uh, looks like uh, we're starting to see some hints now of some cooler weather coming in. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you, sir. We'll uh, yep. chat tomorrow. Have a good one. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, 8.46. We'll take a break and uh, be back with Jeff Bellinger. Hang on. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.